What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much to Say. But don't go asking questions that you don't want answers to. I've got too much to say, and I'll tell it all to you, yeah. Okay, so an unintended thing that happens as a result of having your own podcast is you have to listen to yourself through studio quality headphones and it's to ensure that the audio is good for you guys that my like vocal is at the right volume that I'm not backing away from the mic too much and um just to you know be focused on it but it means that I hear my mouth noises really loudly (laughs) And like, by the time you guys get the audio uploaded to the podcast platform that you're listening on, it's not this loud or clear, it gets compressed and whatnot, but it's like kind of painful sometimes. And, um, I really hate mouth noises. I hate people who like, well, I don't, I'm not like, I hate people, but like, I strongly dislike when people chew with their mouths open audibly like it's not so much like seeing somebody eat or whatever like and if you talk with your mouth full it's really difficult not to do that and to like chew thoroughly like I always got really stressed out on dates and that's why like ordering a salad to look cute doesn't really work because you're like shoving in forkfuls of, of lettuce and then it's just you're chewing and it's awkward and like you're just much better off like ordering something that's anyways I feel strongly about that but it's like it's not the like watching somebody do it it's like the audible like mouth noises and it's all like I hate it. I hate it so much. And sometimes like watching videos of people singing like whatever they're recording on like if it's like a like a studio mic to a TikTok, you can hear things sometimes and I'm just like oh my god. So anyway, so I had some mouth noises this morning that made me really uncomfortable, but it's all right. We're over that. And we're going to get to the episode. So this week's episode is on anger issues. Um, I have an interesting relationship with them. I never really thought I had them until I started dating a peacekeeper and uh, somebody who 
really needs everyone to be okay with everyone at all times. Cause I don't at all. I think that it's a form of self-protection to not be okay with people. Um, I think it's, it's setting boundaries. Like I can, you know, I can see my ex-boyfriend out or, you know, whoever, like my ex-best friends and like say hi and have a conversation with them. Maybe, maybe I won't be able to if they ever listen to my podcast, but, um, you know, and like say, Hey, good to see you, whatever. But it doesn't mean I have to let them back in my life. And so that's what not being okay with somebody is. Like, I don't like the feeling of seeing somebody and having to duck out of the room. Like, that's icky and awkward. And I just never really want to be on those terms with people. But if they make it difficult and they make me feel, you know, unsafe in the sense that, like, anything I say to them could be twisted and told to 500 different fucking people, then, yeah, I'm going to have some pretty rigid boundaries around that person. So as a child... I remember so many of my like really thorough thought processes from when I was a kid, probably because I journaled and wrote songs a lot, but I remember having these things and honestly, like I can trace things back to the moments I internalized them, which is bizarre. And it's probably helpful, you know, like therapy's probably made that accessible to me. But I remember seeing um, people in my family who had really bad not even anger, but like rage issues and really, really mean and awful. And like, I remember viewing anger as this very weak emotion. Like there's kind of this misconception that anger is powerful and it can be like righteous anger is very powerful and can drive you to do great things. But arbitrary anger that's misdirected towards the wrong people, it's, you're throwing a fucking tantrum. And I remember like looking at these people yelling at me and always understanding when one of my parents was screaming at me because I'd actually done something wrong that had put myself in danger or when they were just taking things out on me. Like I knew that as a kid and like Sam and I were having a hypothetical conversation about the children we may or may not have in like 25 fucking years. (laughs) No, thank you. Not in a rush. Um, he was like, well, do you think you'd spank your kids? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, like, I think that you, your kid, you catch them, you know, playing with the stove and something catches on fire or they run into traffic or they, they have scissors and they're like gonna, you know, they are about to hurt themselves with them and like, they don't get hurt. Maybe you need to tell, like make them associate that thing with pain, I suppose. I don't know. I don't have a fully formed opinion on this yet, but that makes sense to me. But as a kid, like I always knew when like my parents were frustrated in general and I was getting spanked as a result of it. And it felt different. It hurt different. And, um, yeah, that's probably around the time I started disassociating. But I, so I always just like viewed it as this kind of weak thing. I was like, well, that's like so stupid and kind of primitive to misassign anger to the wrong people, especially a kid who by all, you know, intents and purposes is rather innocent, maybe annoying at sometimes. But so I always viewed it like that. And so when I'm dealing with a situation where I have a lot of anger, my first move is to run away. Um, it's not because I don't like confrontation. I will, I will make myself accessible later, but my preferred way of dealing with anger is always to like, if I had, if every situation went the way I wanted it to, I would be able to have 20 minutes to go sit alone in my room, get my rage crying out and sit down and write down the 15 things I want to say to that person and then figure out the three that I need to that actually convey how I'm feeling that aren't projecting anything else onto the situation. And recently in this like 
upheaval of, of friends and whatnot I've had in the past year, there were a lot of situations where I, I wasn't able to have that processing period. And it's on me to learn how to find that calm and find that, that peace in those really hard moments. Like that's what healing and bettering yourself is, is being able to not default to your, your default emotion. And I do think my default emotion is anger. Like that's the first place I go. And, but I remember always hearing my parents say things that were really harsh and and untrue and just unkind. And then after, you know, there was a cooling off period, I stormed off to my room or whatever, got grounded. They come back and they'd be like, I'm so sorry that I said this and this and this, I didn't mean it. And that always just really struck me as something so fucking stupid. I was like, well, why would you say it if you didn't mean it? And, um, so that was like something I internalized was taking the time to sort through my feelings. So I don't say something I regret because when I get caught up in anger and I say something I regret to somebody I love, I really hate that. I hate that feeling so much. And me and my high school boyfriend, were going through all these things with our parents and we're taught to be very volatile and hadn't, you know, yet experienced healing or therapy or whatever. And we were very similar and it would just constantly be this battle of like, getting angry, saying things we didn't mean and would later regret to each other, apologizing, making up for it, whatnot. And as I started to get better with it, he didn't catch up as quickly. And then the hurt became so much more apparent to me because I wasn't also involved in it um, as much. And so I was able to just like be on the receiving end truly and be like, wow, fuck, this sucks. And so I try really hard not to do that, but it sucks to get backed into a corner. I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So the way I've handled anger as an adult is um, bizarre at times. Like something triggers me that should make me super angry and I'm sure somewhere deep inside me it does. And I either laugh at it because it's so fucking ridiculous or I just like, you know, fight, flight or freeze. And I'm a big um, flight and freezer. I don't know. I do all three. I'm reading this book about um, complex post-traumatic stress disorder and it talks about the different like reaction types. And I feel like I'm all of them. So TBD, I haven't got to the end of the chapter, but I don't know how likely that is. But I am very like I think across the board I fight flight and freeze. But I think this is, yeah, this is an example of freeze. But so when my ex-boyfriend told me he cheated on me, it was, um, I came back from the road and sat down and, um, ironically something had happened that weekend that I needed to tell him about. And it was like, I I just wanted, I just like to communicate. Like Sam and I kind of have these rules, like where if we're at a bar and there's somebody that he's like, let's just say dated, um, before they're like, I want him to tell me because I hate when people know something I don't know. And I'm on the outside of an inside joke about me. Like I fucking hate that. And maybe that's not how the person's viewing it, but I, I really hate. And like, for example, Amy, this one time that I kind of confronted her way before the song, when I first got the, like into intuitive thought that her and my ex-boyfriend had hooked up, um, I saw in her bar, he was using her as a pawn and, um, this, I don't know, he's clearly using her to make me jealous. And that was what made me realize like, oh, something happened with them. And so I march across the bar and say something to her and whatever. But earlier in the night, she'd been looking at me when we were talking. A, she told me she got her haircut to match mine, which was fucking weird. Um, I was like, oh my God, I like your short hair. She's like, yeah, I saw yours and it looked super cute. And I was like, oh, huh. Well, um, I don't have any skin for you to put on. So sorry about that. But anyways, so she was looking at me with this like look in her eye and it's very powerful when you can recognize when someone is doing this to you because it'll stop you from being the fucking butt of the joke. But she's looking at me and there's just like this like sparkle. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's like this glint in someone's eye when they're talking to you and they, they're just ever so patronizing, but you might mistake it for kindness if you're not careful, but you, you look at them and And you're like, they know something I don't know. And I hate that feeling. And so I, you know, march across the bar and like, you know, I I think I said something. I said like, Amy, there is a chess match being played right now. And you are not on either side of the board. You are on the board. Like, you're a pawn. Get it? Uh Like, okay, drunk Kaylee really showed her. I mean, it wasn't like the worst line. I mean, like as far as like having shower arguments and things you wish you said to people, I'm sure that would have come up. So I was like, you know, um, so that was the one way I handled anger, but, um, I don't like when people know something I don't know. So 
all of that being said, which is applicable, but going back to how I reacted when I was told I was cheated on, I told my ex-boyfriend about something that had happened because I'm like, I would want to know if that happened to you. Um, involving this person and whatnot. So I'm like, Hey, I, I need to talk to you about something. And he goes, well, actually I need to talk to you about something too. And I was like, okay, do you want to go first? And he's like, yeah. So, um, I, uh, I got really drunk and made out with that girl I work with. And I was like, Oh, okay. So mine is really not quite, um, that level. Um, so let's just unpack yours really quickly, but I just, I froze and I walked around our kitchen island for maybe an hour. Like, I don't even think it felt that long. Like, I think that's literally how long I walked in circles around the the kitchen counter. And, like, he wouldn't – he was trying to get me to talk to him, and I just, like, couldn't do it. Like, I was just, like, stuck on this mental loop and processing and whatever. And um, I got angry when he tried to touch me because I was like, I don't – I don't want your hands on me right now. They were on somebody else. Um, and then I did what an adult does. And I went to therapy and talked to my therapist about it and planned it, which is what I talked about on last week's episode. Um, so that was, you know, that was a freeze. And I, I think that was a responsible way to react to that. Um, but apparently it wasn't good enough for him. So um, then after that, when I had a lot of friendships that I lost because they, you know, were somewhere crawling up his ass or whatever. Um, I would like, you know, I'd hear something that they said about me behind my back and I'd confront them about it. I don't think confrontation should have such a negative connotation to it. Like to confront an issue is positive. So why is confrontation always negative? Like if somebody says something about me behind my back, I'm going to talk about them to their face because I think that's polite. But I get branded as somebody who's on constantly angry because I will confront those things. And it's like, well, she, there's always something with her. It's like, no, there's always something with you, but you're a little fucking bitch baby about it. And you can't say it to my goddamn face. So I will do us both the favor of being an adult and you can jump on board the adult train or just decide to rip up your ticket. I don't fucking know. Do whatever you want to do. And so when I was losing these friends, like basically one of my closest friends on the planet, like I'd kicked my boyfriend out because he had cheated on me and then put his hands on me. So that feels like a pretty fucking good reason to kick somebody out. Right. And, um, he went to stay with her and at the time I was like, okay, well, you know, he's a really good friend. He needs somewhere to go. I want him to have a support system. I don't want him to be completely abandoned by these people. <laughs> well, little did I know he had literally nothing to fucking worry about. And so he's living with them. Um, so I can't go over her house. And then that means, Every single day, like she's getting his side of the story, which is just d completely unfactual, not factual, whatever the word is for that. Like it's just complete lies. And as time has gone on and I've heard what he said to people, it's just fucking lies. And so, um, she was talking to our friends and was being super fucking passive and was like, oh, I just don't know why Kaylee would kick him out. Like she can't pay her rent without him. And I was like, okay you have no fucking clue what my financial situation is. And to be honest at the time, I was doing really well. I had a publishing deal. I was touring all the time and I most certainly could afford my rent. Was I excited to have my rent double because I kicked out my abusive boyfriend? No. Could I do it? Absolutely. And it was just so petty and passive and like a kicking somebody when they're down kind of thing. Like, I'm sorry, your friend just went through this and you're going to comment on her financial situation. Like, Ew. It was just so gross. And so I talked to her and confronted her about it. And I was like, hey, um, 
this is after she forced me and him to go to her birthday party while we were in the process of breaking up, which is a whole other thing. But I was like, hey, um, I really don't like the way that you talked about me. And I think I'm going to need to take some space away from our friendship. Like, that's like how I said it like that maturely. I called her. Um, but the, the breaking point to get to that phone call was I'd seen her post a video of a party I wasn't invited to at her house that had my ex-boyfriend and the girl he was seeing there as well as all my other old friends. And I was just like, they're all fucking hanging out without me and no one's making an effort to see me. They all have just completely turned their backs on me for this fucking piece of shit guy. And it's horrible, right? It's just absolutely horrible. So I tried to come to that like with a really calm conversation. And what the problem was like I took that space and, um, the person just kept doing things and I kept reacting because that's what you do when people hurt you. And then all of a sudden I'm an angry, crazy bitch. I'm late. I'm late. Very important Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So it's like, am I always angry or am I just never passive? Like, I understand, I think especially in my relationship with Sam, I have a habit of getting angry with him for things he 
didn't do but reminded me of. Um, and it's not under the same circumstances, but that's a trigger response. That's a trauma response. And I'm working on it. I don't like how I feel when I lose my temper at him. I don't like how I feel when I'm looking at him and I see somebody other than him and that's who I'm talking to in the moment. And that's also a really important thing to do. And like I was talking about what I did as a kid is when somebody's directing this anger towards you, it's really important to ask yourself, are they talking to me or are they talking to somebody else? And in the midst of all my friend drama earlier this year, I had like a guy friend who just went fucking batshit crazy. I don't know how else to describe it. And um, he just started like yelling at me and I was like, who is this? Who is he talking to? Because there's no reason he should be this angry at me for pretty much nothing. Like literally objectively nothing. And, um, I was like, Oh, he's talking to his ex-girlfriend. So there's that. Um, and you just, you kind of have to figure out who people are talking to and I have to figure out who I'm talking to. So when I look at Sam and he's done something that's irritated me, but doesn't warrant that much anger, it's like, okay, well, who am I talking to? So that's something great that you can do on both sides. So whether you're talking to somebody, who am I talking to? Or whether someone's talking to you, who are they talking to? And if it's not you and it's not them, then you got to figure out who you're talking to because that's who you're really mad at. And misdirected anger is how is the root of all bad things relationship wise? I mean, also many, many other things, but there's lots of, <laughs> there's lots of things that could go wrong in relationships clearly. So I feel like there's this little bit of a dichotomy with me between my really pissy, angry songs like Effie forever and, um, Amy. And then this, I don't know. I've, I'm quoting somebody else, but like effervescent personality. And when I was doing the radio Disney show, I feel like I kind of defaulted to that. Like, Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore and you're listening to radio Disney. And it was not a character. It was a side of my personality, but I was kind of defaulting to that really often. And the way I talk to you guys on the podcast is so much more who I am and I don't have to censor myself or filter myself or anything. And radio Disney was a job. I was hosting a show talking about other people. Like it was not my thing, but, um, like it was not a, the, it was not the Kaylee Shore show at all. That's not what it was called. This is quite literally the Kaylee Shore show. But, um, I had to kind of water, I don't want to say water myself down, but maybe like, um, just filter myself a lot. And so it's been really freeing to have this podcast and to put out open book and put out, I got here by accident and be just a hundred percent my authentic self. And it's been really, really helpful in, um, learning who I am. And so I think a little bit of that super bubbly personality has faded away with age. And the older I get, the, um, I don't want to say the more I hold on to anger from a like grudge perspective, because I'm sure to a lot of people it looks like a grudge, but to me, it feels like a, a boundary or a wall or, you know, taking away someone's access to me because that feels that that's the thing that makes me feel powerful when somebody really, really fucking hurts me is me taking away their access to me because I can't do it again. And, um, it's really sad when someone can do that to other people um, after you, that's what really, really sucks. But the first step is taking away your access to them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to like run around and sabotage people. Like I had somebody ask me about my ex best friend the other day and, um, it was somebody that they worked with professionally. And I was like, they'd asked about them 
And um, in this group of friends, I'd had somebody in the exact same situation say like, well, Kaylee doesn't talk to me anymore. So blah, 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 like in a work setting. And I was like, well, that's gross. So when I was presented with the same scenario, I was like, oh, yeah, like I think they're doing this. Like um, she seems super happy. Like, yeah, she couldn't be here tonight because she's out of town, whatever. Like we we're at this party. And um, I was really proud of how I handled that. But that being said, I can be fucking polite and still take away that person's access to me. So I think that anger is a complicated emotion. I'm reading this book called The Conscious Enneagram and it talks about rewiring your neural pathways. And I think that my first emotion almost always is anger. And um, usually it's it's frustration that looks like anger, but that's still kind of the same thing. Like it's still in the amygdala. It's still the reptile brain, you know. And I want to get better at that. And I want to be able to name the emotion and not have to call it anger first and then translate it to what it actually is. I want to get to the point where I can just go straight to sadness or go straight to hurt or go straight to um, even guilt, you know. Like, I mean, people project anger on other people all the time. I've absolutely been known to do that. I'm fucking human. It's part of what we do. And um, I want to get better at rewiring those neural pathways because it's like if you're you have two cabins in the woods and, um, you walk to one cabin a lot more than the other. And so of course that pathway that you walk every single day, like, you know, you're going to clear the sticks out of the way just by walking on it. You're going to flatten the surface. You're going to create this little path from dragging your boots through it. And when you're presented with an option of which cabin to go to, and you need to get there really fast, you're probably going to pick the one that has the really easy path. So it's not, it's not a simple thing and it's not an overnight thing to go visit the other cabin, which honestly has better things because yes, it's easier to get to the first one, but the second one with a little bit of work will benefit you a lot in the long run and you'll have a way better cabin to go to. So that's my metaphor for the day. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Kaylee Shore and this is Too Much To Say. I'll see you next Wednesday. But don't go asking questions you don't Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.